We're going to do a review, I guess, real quick. going to give <laughs> a Bud Light seltzer uh, cranberry. Or, or as it probably looks to Quinn, dud. Dub. <laughs> Bud I. But I. Bud <laughs> title. Um, from the ugly sweater pack. We have the ugly sweater pack. It's Ooh, fun. Such as ginger snap, cranberry. Um, Wait, you guys are making me apple want crisp and gingers. Oh, I said ginger. Uh, and then there's a uh, peppermint patty, which I'm nervous ugh. about that one. I'm nervous about that one. Wait, as well. that's gonna be the one you're gonna want to try on air. Do we? Open more than one. Okay, I'm also gonna go grab booze real quick because you guys have made me instantly jealous. Saturday night. Okay. Do you see that Baby Yoda has a name now? Yeah. Was it like uh, what? Wait, are you recording? (laughs) I am, but Quinn's not here. Okay. I want. I just. I just want audio of you guessing a bunch of names that you think it is. I heard it. No, I know. I just think it would be funny to hear a bunch of th- things that are close, but not exactly it, because they could probably be Star Wars names. Uh, Grido? <laughs> Wait, this is fun. <laughs> is that close? Yeah, it's close. That's what, it's, it's close, but it's not right. And that's what's fun about this game is that it could be a Star Wars name. It certainly sounds like one. That's what I was afraid of. I'm back. Gor... Gorgon? (laughs) 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 I get it. I'm trying to guess Baby Yoda's name. Oh my god. I googled it, so I... No, I... Don't tell Lauren. Don't tell Lauren. Lauren's trying to try... Lauren heard it. She thinks it is trying to remember it, and it's... Every every result has been funny so far. (laughs) Well, I watched the clip. It was on Twitter or something, and I watched it. So I have heard it. I just don't remember. Lauren heard it directly from the mouth of the character who said it, and now she's trying to remember it. It's very fun. I just don't get why you have this property. Are you drinking all the cranberry? Here, do you want this one? No, I was going to open a new one unless you want. Do you want the rest of that? No. I'm fine with just this glass. All right. All right. You have this property on your hands, and it's a property that people love. And you're like, and it, it, it's famous, the only other equivalent is named Yoda. Nice, cute, short, sweet little name, great for branding. And then you choose to give it the ugliest, hardest the worst to name say, worst name. I, I don't know. They remember were sitting on a gold I don't know what it. a good name for... Go ahead and give a new name for him. Well, I what keep if, it what like... If, what have we been calling him, Jake? Greg? <laughs> yeah, we've been calling him Jake as a joke. <laughs> Jake, I kind of like, but that's the name of the, but then that might that might be an issue because Jake Lloyd was the name of the kid who played Anakin and everyone thought he was terrible. Um, I keep no, it with four letters. I'd end it in a vowel. Crido? That's better than what they did. baby Crido. <laughs> baby Glido? Crido, people would have loved that. No, I'm still trying to get it's like guan. Well, you you, no, you, 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 it definitely starts with a G. You got the G part right. It's it's very much a name of one of the characters in Smallfoot. Yes, 
That's what, a like, good. That's a LeBron that's James's Guangye is essentially the name. Guangye, Guangye, Guango, Guando, Guango, Guando. Guando is a cool name. Guando yeah, is a Guando cool Star Wars name. Uh, Gorgo. Gorgo is so close. Gorgo. <laughs> I'm just imagining Lizzie McGuire being like Gorgo. <laughs> Well, me saying go is me trying not to say Gordo. <laughs> um, Grigo. Gly. Gly. I'm imagining it's written. His name is Gly. Gly? <laughs> it just like trails off like that in the spelling. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which one was my closest one? I think Gorgon was your closest one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so much fun for me. God. I don't know why I'm enjoying it so much. <laughs> Would you like a hint? Maybe. The vowel it ends in is O. No. Nope. A? No. Stop. No hint. <laughs> no hint there. It's too much help. We'll, we'll tell you, it's not O and it's not A. The two most <laughs> obvious ones that it should end in. Core guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's very close. Core guy? Gore lie? Gore. Gar guy? No. <laughs> you're so, you're getting you're there. You're so close. You're so close. <laughs> But again, the fun part about this game is any of these could be Star Wars names. Uh, Guando is my favorite Star Wars name that you've come up with so far. Uh, <laughs> this is the episode now. Garly? What? Garly? <laughs> I knew, no, as soon as someone came out of my mouth, I knew it was right. Garly? Garly Ray Jepsen. <laughs> Her, no, her name is Garly. <laughs> Garly Gay Gepson. <laughs> um, uh, I can almost see our boy saying that. Garly? Our boy Bando? Yeah. God. Is it Gar or Gore? Or neither? Neither. I've right. honestly forgotten because I've heard so many names in the last 10 minutes. Uh, I looked it up because I've been doing research on other various Yodas in Star Wars to try to get a grasp on the nomenclature. There's Yoda and Yaddle. And those are yeah, the there's only Yoda, two. Yaddle, Vandar, Oteg, Minch. I've never heard of any of these. Minch? <laughs> Minch? <laughs> is it is it Ginch? Gish? Gish! Oh my god, I want Gish to be in a Star Wars so bad. Can, can you imagine if his name was Gish? Oh, that would oh, that'd be so cute. Gish would be a good name for Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's cute. Have you seen Gish? I don't think you've seen Gish. Oh, is you, you like simply a... must see Gish. <laughs> no, when, when um, Tana directed Suzical... The most recent time they like sent literally a year ago 
what? Right? It feels like a very long time. Yeah. Um, they, like, met with, like, elementary schoolers, and they the elementary schoolers sent little letters back. We, we told them, we, we gave them paper, and they had crowns, and we said, uh, we gave them the prompt, draw your favorite Dr. Seuss character. And then we went through them later, and we found one that simply, simply said, Gish. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And I'm going to send you a picture you, of Gish. You have to see the picture. I don't have my phone on me right now, so but I'm going to send you a link. Would Gligo? be a good name for baby Yoda. Gligo. I like Gligo. No, Gish would be, and it's cute. It's Yeah, it's cute. It's simple. It's Gish. Simply Gish. Yeah, I think this name fits the simple category. It does not fit the cute category. No, it doesn't. I remember that. Is Gly, Glyor, Glygor? (laughs) (laughs) It's so fun hearing you rattle off four or five, not confident, but like good Star Wars names. (laughs) But none of them are right, and it's very fun for me. They should hire you. You're really just shooting off possible names. I found Gish. It's not the best photo of Gish, but... Gish, Gish, bitch. Did I send you Ham? Ham is funny, too. Who's Ham? Ham is a picture... Ham is a picture of a... Of, I believe it's a... It's like some kind of pink thing that kind of looks like it might be a pig. And they're in a tree. <laughs> <Wait, wait>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're beautiful. It's so good. Just zoom into his face. I zoom love his face. face. The close-up oh, of the God. face is the funny. The eyes are just the perfect amount of off. It's the funniest picture I've ever seen. It's so good. If we decide on including this in the episode, we will tweet a picture of Gish. Yeah. We should we should tweet a picture of Gish either way. Where did you yeah, text it? Sure. Yeah. Gish is so funny to me, and and we showed it to the kids. Uh, the it was like the it was like the week of the the show, like we were in Tech Week, and I showed the kids Gish, and they were like, I was like, guys, this is Gish. One of the kids drew it. Everybody look at Gish, and everyone was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then I, I even said it. I said it to I said it to my friend Tim who lived in New York, and I told him about it. And then we posted it. We 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 took a magnet and we put it in the back of the auditorium. And now and we were like, just so you guys know, Gish is watching the show every night. He's back there for you guys as moral support. <laughs> and then, and then like a couple of days later, Tim's like, I need you to know that I've been showing Gish to everybody in New York, and it's a thing. It's Gish is blowing up. <laughs> 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 it's so good. Ham, ham is also funny, but ham is just like it's some kind of pig thing, and it's or dog thing, and it's in a tree, and the word bubbled above its head just says ham with a very pronounced period at the end of it, <laughs> like ham. So matter of fact, ham. ham. <laughs> and I don't know what it means. Children are hilarious. Back to Yoda's for a second. Sorry. Yeah. I'm looking at Yaddle. <laughs> the Yoda named Yaddle. I'm looking at Yaddle. And Yaddle. Now I want to. I want to clarify. Yaddle is Yaddle is not a Yoda. <laughs> yes, they are. I, they, I literally. It's their fault. If they wanted people to not call them Yodas, they would have named the species. 
they, they refuse yeah. to, so but they're they, all yoni. But they're like, no, we don't know about this species yet. So that. So but here's the thing. I understand Yaddle's a woman, and they need girl <laughs> to power. be a, to be a female that's not human. You need they'll include one of three things to signify that this is a woman. You either have long hair, like in Yaddle's case, long eyelashes, or big honged titties. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. I hate Yaddle's hair so much. I wish they would have gone with Big Honky. <laughs> <laughs> I there is I don't think there is anything about the prequel movies that screams <laughs> Big Honky titties. And if that scene happened and she just had big tits, it would have been so funny. <laughs> the hair she looks like like a waiter at a beachside cabana in the 80s and I really hate it. I mean you are right. <laughs> yeah. We're... Oh. Oh no, Lauren's Lauren's looking at Yaddle now. <laughs> are you looking at Yaddle? I don't like it. I like when Lauren Lauren puts her her hand over her mouth in disgust when we're <laughs> whenever whenever she's watching Josh get <laughs> dirt. Stop. <laughs> Lauren's not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> Yaddle! Yaddle, yeah, I hate her. <laughs> no, also, but definitely I, baby... By the way, I did try to type in Yaddle, accidentally typed in Yaxtle, and it still came up. <laughs> Yaxtle. <laughs> Lauren Googled Yaxtle, Yaxtle and Google went, oh, of course you must mean Yaddle, the, the girl Yoda. <laughs> Okay, who else now is thinking about Yaddle and Yoda having sex? Just me? <laughs> Just you. Well, how else do you think we got baby Go- uh, Gorgu? <laughs> it's not it. Gorgu? It's Grogu. It's Grogu. Grogu. It's Grogu. Baby Grogu. Yeah, so ugly. <laughs> I do like... I would have gotten there eventually. Yeah, you, I'm saying you were very... It, it's, it, it's weird that I, I think either you would have said it right away or continued to guess forever and never never exactly getting it right uh man but it is cute now because man i'm pretty sure it's a gorgu you were close many times yeah you were close um even gorgu would have been better the fact they went with grogu is what makes it a crime I don't know how often he's. Well, I don't know. They made a point of every time he, every time Mando called him uh, uh, Grogu, he did look up at him like he was recognizing his name. <laughs> yeah, I saw that clip. I saw the clip that looks like it was made by like 2015 YouTubers. Wait, which one? I don't. It was just like some fight scene, but it was like looked like they just filmed it like in the desert on like some iPhones or something. It was really ugly. All right, should we? I guess. I'm having more fun having this conversation than I'm going to be talking about the Mass Singer, which hey, I've I've been losing interest in every single week. Maybe one of the ma- maybe one of the people left is Grogu. Oh, oh, take it off, take it off. It's it's Seattle. <laughs> no. What I would love it if if Robin Dick was like, you know, uh, I'm looking at the clues and I, I think this might be. Former Jedi Council member Yaddle. <laughs> I have a feeling this might be our last episode. <laughs> We're not even going to talk gonna about cover the finale. We have one episode left to talk about. <laughs> I almost want to do like, it. And you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> We're done. 
I almost want to do the last episode just so we could like figure out who Mushroom is because I feel confident on my other two. Lauren, Lauren is just gonna be like, Lauren's gonna have a record us saying the names of every celebrity, and she's just gonna edit it in for the finale episode. <laughs> All right, let's start this podcast. <laughs> Here we go. The cranberry is good, by the way. Oh, and and that, that uh, a teaser for you, Quinn, is that we have put peppermint patty in the fridge, and we will be drinking it at the end of the episode. Exciting! Something to look forward to. Something, <laughs> something to we gotta tuned. get through Mass Singer, and then we can talk about alcohol. <laughs> but we will be drinking it during. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stuffed, a Mass Singer podcast. A show that used to be about Survivor, but Survivor is not happening because of a deadly pandemic. So instead, we decided to talk about a show that every week is dwindling in our interest. (laughs) 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 My name is Tyler. I'm Lauren. I'm Quinn. I only have one more episode. And in in classic stuff slash snuffed uh, fashion, I'm sure that episode will come four weeks after the finale. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren, Lauren actually said <laughs> right before we recorded, "I think this might be our last episode." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe our, our last episode in twenty twenty. <laughs> That's that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys don't understand what I went through to do this podcast right now? I've lost so much interest in the show. I haven't watched since the last time we recorded. And Lauren texts me today. It was like, hey, we want to record. So I had to watch three and a half hours of Mass oh, Singer today to catch up. Yeah, I had I'm, diarrhea I'm sorry, earlier. Chris. I'm not sure if you it's know, this, this sounded like a good idea at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things where I think we're slowly realizing, because we were like, oh, no, the Mass Singer is going into production even though we're in the middle of a pandemic. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Like, you're socially distant, you're wearing masks, like, you can make that work. But I think what we're now realizing is there is a level of celebrity that is willing to participate in a singing competition in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And most of them are not very interesting to us. Well, here's the thing I thought since it was the pandemic, the level of celebrity may have jumped up. Yeah, because they're not doing it. They want something to do. But it has dramatically plummeted since the last season. <laughs> the thing that sucks is that I'm still mad. The about guesses, the celebrity <laughs> panel, which has been more impressive than the people on the show. Honestly, I have there. Um, there have been a lot more funny moments and stuff like throughout. Like the episodes, I think are more enjoyable this season than in the past like the stuff with the judges have been more entertaining stuff like that but then mm-hmm. the level of celebrity has just been uninteresting ken has been very funny this year ken's been, been funny very fun this year drop something it. that happened in the of midst course, of we could never forget drop it in the slot drop it in the slot which we and lauren sing every time even though nobody's dropping anything <laughs> in the slot every week they're like bring out the first impression guesses like, and drop, it lauren go, drop it in the slot <laughs> <laughs> drop it in the slot which only really happened one time <laughs> We had the. We also had the droid falling over. That was great. We love that moment. Uh, Just what really, if everything Ken does? Yeah, one calling of the, calling uh, Nicole Sherlock Jersey. I love it every time. When uh, when okay, here's when here. Lips was revealed as Wendy Williams, and she said, 
Robin Thicke, have you been behaving? <laughs> <laughs> so I looked up, I'm looking up who's like the least famous celebrity on the other seasons. Yeah. So to get like a thing. So season one, probably their strongest showing. I'd say maybe like Rumor Willis, because she's really only famous for having famous parents. Yeah. But still rather famous. Season two, maybe like a Victor Ola. Victor Oladipo is a. He's a very. He's not a super. Player. He might be. Yeah, he's not a super popular like. Or honestly, basketball player, but he is a, like a. If you watch, one. if you watch basketball casually, you know who he is. Okay. Like that's how. Like that's how I was. So maybe a Tyler Ninja Blevins. <laughs> Actually, the least famous because he's only yeah. famous to people who use. He was also there, like in the first episode. Yeah, so it was like. Yeah. And then we have a little drop in season three, but also there's like twice the people. So I think maybe even honestly, Candy Burris, the winner, yeah, <laughs> might have been the least famous, but that's okay. She she deserved to be more famous. But the least famous this season, it's like fucking what's his face, Doctor Elvis. I've never even vaguely heard of that man. I I no he's literally just is. a doctor. I'm like still confused. I don't know who this person is. There's like five or six other people I've never heard of on this season. But like everyone else, and like, Lauren, of the course, who singers. Lauren, Lauren, pop quiz, who was the draft? Quick, Lauren, <laughs> who was the name of the guy who was the draft? He has three names. <laughs> That's right, but they are. Uh, Brian David Gilbert. <laughs> oh, you're so close. No, no. I was kidding. <laughs> David Gilbert. I heard. I heard. I heard. When you got Brian right, I was really proud of you. For oh, I didn't that. know Brian was right. Brian was right. Brian's right. When I when I said it, he has three names, I just thought of BDG. But like, I don't know who the country singers are. But like, I can understand that they're famous to people, you know. But this is a doctor guy. Who the yes. fuck is he? What is he even famous for? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he was a doctor who went viral on like tiktok or something For like what? literally since like march just from like singing good okay I, so like that's like saying putting justin bieber before baby came out on the mass singer <laughs> yeah so not famous lonzo ball are we just going to talk about everyone who was eliminated since the last time oh, yeah but right now we're talking season. about people who are famous from the season buster rhymes mickey rourke Wendy Williams, Bob Saget, Lonzo Ball, and I think Paul Anka is like old Hollywood famous. Paul Anka's famous. Lauren has yeah. a story about Paul Anka. Lauren was very excited to see Paul Anka. I don't really know who he is at all. I have, <laughs> you know I have zero interest in Paul um, Anka. Excuse me, I have met him in real life. <laughs> have you really? Yes. And I have lifeguarded his offspring. His offspring. <laughs> Um, when I was a lifeguard at a, uh, unnamed local country club, Paul Anka was doing a show there for, like, some weird fucking reason. I have no idea. And, um, so because it was like, oh, shit, Paul Anka's coming, and he's bringing his son and grandson. And, and they Lauren were... said, of course, Paul Anka. I know who that is. No. Well, once I, like, he wrote songs for, like, uh, Frank Sinatra, and, like, I, I knew all that stuff before the mass singer but after knowing that he was going to be in the vicinity <laughs> but um the interesting thing is that so his son and grandson were going to come swim in the pool pretty much all day while 
Paul was out doing whatever, I don't know. Um, and like before the show. And his son was nine years old. And his grandson was 11. Wait. His grandson was 11 and his son was nine. Wait, so this man, when, how old is he right now? Old. <laughs> so Quinn, man- I, Quinn I, I believe the question you're looking for is, Paulinka fucks? <laughs> <laughs> and so when, when, um, when, when he was talking about like his 15-year-old son... That's the one that I met. That's crazy. <laughs> um, so, like, literally, like, this 9 and 11-year-old, like, this 11-year-old was hanging out with his 9-year-old uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but, honestly, they were, and the one lived in, like, Sweden or something weird, and the other one lived in, like, Beverly Hills. <laughs> and they were leaps and bounds more polite than literally any of the current members of the country <laughs> they were like the sweetest kids they were very nice Aww. and then towards the end of the day paul just like waltzed in while i was at the desk and he was like hey how you doing i was like oh my god <laughs> wow so like, lauren's like i didn't know I'm who so you excited. were 20 minutes ago but i'm very, very excited, excited to see you now well, once so I, would you say maybe... friend of the pod paul anka <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Paul. Friend of the pod, Paul Anka. So that was... You're welcome on it again anytime, bud. So, um, but like, once I looked him up and I was like, oh, okay, I know this one song of his and I know, obviously I know My Way by Frank Sinatra and other stuff that he wrote. So I was excited once I... Also, I called the one clue after Robin uh, mentioned... uh, that he thinks is Paul Anka before doing his like spot on Alan Thicke. Yeah, that was something I wanted to bring up about things that were good from this season. When he when when Robin Thicke did the impression of his dad, it fucking ruled. It was so good. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> I, I told Lauren, so I was like, he should talk like that all the time. <laughs> um, but once he said that, and then. Um, Ken read the Jason mask as um because the other person that he was guessing son is named Jason. And then I went, I turned to Tyler and I said, Well, Jason Bateman is Paulinka's son-in-law. <laughs> oh my god, is he? Yeah. And then that was the like a little explanation that they give at the end. That was like why it was because Jason Bateman is a son-in-law. So that's why Lauren was very, very I was proud like, of I decoded that code. Good for you. Do you. So I I was excited to see Taylor Dane because I like Taylor Dane. I love 80s music. So mm-hmm. I know who she is. I is fun. don't think either one of I us knew who Taylor Dane is. I was. only know who she is. I only know that name based off of I think she was referenced in a Childish Gambino song. <laughs> <laughs> right? I Am I right? I don't know. I don't. I truly don't know. I don't really know anything about her. But... I will say I was very surprised at how young she looked because she sounded a lot older. There, that's, kind she is, of, she's, that's kind of been her voice, though. She said she sounds a lot like that even like when, at the height of her career. Yeah, because everyone was guessing like Tina Turner and shit. And I... Well, I th- good. Yeah. I thought it was Tina Turner until she started singing a Tina Turner song. Yeah, right. and I was like, okay, well like, then... 
Well, then it's probably not Tina Turner. Yeah, all I ever wanted was to change the game, spent the year kicking ass and taking names, try to tell it to your heart. Taylor, Taylor Dane. Dane. Oh, and I, 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 I knew it. That's my favorite Taylor Dane song. It's great. Um, oh, Damon gave us a same-sex marriage. It's not going back, if you were wondering. Uh, <laughs> in 2005, that's why there was that that uh, that flag. Remember, there was a gay there was a gay pride flag in one of our clip packages. Oh yeah, honestly, the best moment of the season for me. Okay, there's been two. One, Ken getting people right for once. I know it's yeah, exciting. It's His reaction hilarious. <laughs> Just his screaming when it was Lonzo Ball. Killed me. And Chloe Kim, just in general. God, I loved that. We were very happy about that. That's like the whole fucking point of the show. I don't care that Tori Kelly is a good singer. I know fucking Tori Kelly's a good singer. But for Chloe the Kim. The fact to that Chloe Kim like is great, that good. I know. It's awesome. Yeah, she she was really great. I was surprised and genuinely happy to see her. And then talking about some of the best moments, her shading Ken at the end of the episode <laughs> had very had 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 real big you were invited to the party Ellen vibes. It was it was great because it was like you know that that's the reason why she went on here. She was like, you know what? I can sing. And I have some beef with Ken. <laughs> and yeah, we, the other best part about that is how how like furious it made Nick. <laughs> yeah, Nick Nick was Nick was very funny. His reaction was very funny. But I I said to Lauren after we were watching the clip, I was like, "How much do you want to bet that was the reason?" She was like, "Oh, I can go on, and I can talk shit to Ken's face." He will answer my DMs. Okay, I'll show up on your show. I don't care. <laughs> then he has to talk to me. And the funny thing is, he's being like so. He's he's like like oh my god, you're so amazing. You're a role model to my kids. I think you're so incredible. Oh, and that was also very and it was sweet. very genuine, very sweet. And then Chloe Kim was like, I DM'd you on Instagram two years ago, and you never <laughs> responded. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was when she was in the Olympics, right? Yeah. That was like when she started getting famous. Yeah. That was very funny. I loved it. <laughs> it yeah. Everything even, about that was awesome. It's really the, the highlight. We loved her back then, too, right? Oh, yeah. Dude, from she was like, great. She won that gold medal, and like we were like, holy shit. And then she was awesome. She was cool. She was fun to like watch in interviews. interviews. Yeah. She was like really talented and fun to watch. It was, it was, she was great. Yeah. I think that's going to be the high point of the season. Because there's no way that the last three left. They're all definitely professional singers, so I oh, really sure. don't care. I keep I keep crossing my fingers that someone's going to reveal this Annalise Vanderpool and you're going to win the Golden Ear, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> For that snipe of a call. Uh-huh. Who else? Did, okay, so Lonzo Ball. We talked about Dr. Elvis, who was the serpent. I guess. It was just the but doctor. I just like... Can I... a shocking level of unfamous... <laughs> Well, I, I, I made this point to Lauren when we were watching this episode because one of the most like th- striking things about this season that I cannot stop thinking about constantly throughout every episode is the crowd shots that have been handpicked uh, to co- coordinate with the broadcast that were filmed from other broadcasts and are not reactions <laughs> of what's happening at all. And I keep and I kept thinking and I told Lauren I was like. This is crazy. 
because every single one of these crowd reaction shots during the reveal of this guy, these people had no idea who the fuck this guy was when they shot it. Because yeah. he became famous during the pandemic, which means <laughs> none of these people who are like reacting to him have any idea who this guy is. Yeah. That's very That's true. Wild to me. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, he was a serpent. We can't decode any clues because we don't know who the fuck he is. Apparently, he was on, like, the Disney sing-along thing. I don't know. know. Lauren Lauren fast-forwarded through everything that wasn't uh, Ryan. No. Apparently, he made his last name. Seacrest? on it. I don't like Ryan Seacrest. I want to get that clear. I am obsessed with the at-home version of Live with Real. (laughs) Nor doesn't even watch the in studio bullshit. No. <laughs> She's like at home or nothing. And, and you know Unless the worst it has part? Kelly's son Joaquin randomly walking on his hands in the background. She I didn't don't have care. to say his name. She didn't have to say his name. To, you had to know which son it was. Oh my God. You know the worst part though? I was sitting there and I was pissed. Serpent didn't make it make it through. And then, and then yeah. But I then the I was same, happy because I was reaction. like do you understand how disappointed in the finale he takes off his mask and I'm like, who the fuck is that? Exactly. It's that's that's what keeps happening is I just keep being like Like, can you imagine getting to the finale and the winner is revealed as Chloe Kim? That'd be so that been cool. awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. But it's gonna be like she was so good. It's gonna be revealed and it's gonna be Leanne Rhymes, and it's like, yeah, no shit Leanne Rhymes can but, sing. Right. If we go back and we look at the other seasons. The first, the first season was won by T Pain, and I can't think of a better narrative for this show. And it may have peaked from the yeah, very beginning because that, that really T-Pain's, set it up well. T Pain's whole narrative around his career is that he can't sing and he uses auto tune. And then, oh, so for him to come out and win a singing an competition against a lot of legendary singers and be revealed to be like the guy that people mocked for not being able for to like sing for a years. Decade was really awesome and like such a like a perfect like this is what the show should be this is what it should be about um we, the second we stand winner t-pain in this house yes we do we, we <laughs> yes. stand t-pain the second winner was uh wayne was wayne brady who everyone knew was a good singer but not like but he's known for comedy and not singing yeah. so him being able to win a singing competition was like neat for him um but we always knew he's a good singer yeah um and then last year's winner we mentioned. <laughs> Forget who she is. She's Candy Burris. Here's the thing. She's a really good singer. Definitely underrated. So that narrative's still kind of cool. Because she's written like all these hits. Mm-hmm. She was she didn't really make it as a singer, but she wrote like no scrubs. She wrote Bills, Bills, Bills by Destiny's Child. She's like wrote huge songs. So it's still a cool narrative for yeah. her to like it is a better narrative than jesse mccartney no matter how much i wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah no who was the person who got eliminated that we thought should have won last year over candy i want wow Jessie. no it wasn't bow wow hold on i'm looking i'm looking at very zito very zito i wanted turtle to win who was jesse mccartney jojo sawa obviously yeah. of course that's who you wanted to win Lauren said that she thinks somebody is JoJo, and I said, Lauren, JoJo was on last season. She was the T-Rex. <laughs> well, I don't know for sure. It's, I, it sounded like her a little bit, but none of the clues make sense, so I don't really think it's her. 
No, we were mad. I remember the thing the we were crocodile. mad about was was when was uh, I think yeah, Rhino made it another week and he beat Kitty, who was a good singer. Oh, and Rhino was yeah. fucking garbage. <laughs> well, but, like Jackie uh, uh, yeah. is like an opera singer. People right. But the cool but thing, sang, but the narrative but here was like that she, yeah, like she, she didn't, didn't sing, sing opera, opera stuff, and it was kind of neat when it was revealed for her. You're like, oh, I didn't expect that because it wasn't what I'm used to hearing this person sing. So it was know. kind of cool. But it was the one artist that like was like, okay, I'll sing the national anthem at Trump's inauguration. So right. I'm not a that's fan. a bummer. Yeah, that's, that's a bummer. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> but she she was better than Barry Zito. <laughs> Uh, she anyways. has a controversies section of her Wikipedia because that's funny to me that a child would. Yeah, that sucks. I'd hate to be 20 years old. <laughs> controversies. She's 20? Thing. Yeah, she is now, yeah. I called her a child and I'm three years older. <laughs> <laughs> this child. <laughs> I'm looking at her controversies page now. Anything to not talk about. All right, so we talked about Serpent and Seahorse was Tori Kelly, which I didn't see coming, but... The I did whole, remember was, I said it. I said it. I said it yeah, was Tori Kelly. Um, one, the, uh, when Robin said the like unbroken smile clue, I was like, okay, well then that's gotta be... That was such there's a... There's no other way to explain that clue. That was such yeah. a logical explanation of that clue that, yeah, it was I, like... I turned to Lauren, I was like, that he must be right, because that makes I would perfect like sense. To say, when she sang the Britney Spears song, she sounded like Carly Rae Jepsen again. <laughs> she did. She did. Yeah, I was hoping it was going to. That be was funny. it out of nowhere. I did think that we we I thought the clues were good for Carly the first time, and then when nobody guessed it, I was like, you know, maybe we'll get this. I think you she's know? just like such a good singer that she can like really play around with her voice. Same with yeah. Mushroom. I, yeah. I guarantee Mushroom's a professional singer. I have no idea who it is, but I know he is because he's so good at changing his voice and how it sounds yeah and i think that's what she was doing too he's gonna be a fucking tiktok doctor and you're gonna <laughs> scream um, from the last episode of the show and then broccoli was polenka we talked about that and whatchamacallit was lonzo ball which i did not see coming although when ken was explaining the clues it did start to make sense but so who still was didn't expect it to be him. It was who else? So Ken got Chloe Kim right, which maybe is the most shocking get of the season. Yeah, Chloe Kim would never have entered. My who mind. was we haven't said it, but she is she was the jellyfish. Yeah, yeah. He got Lonzo Ball, which is more. And who was the other person he got? Because he's gotten three. Didn't he get um baby alien? Was that it? He got Mark. Oh, he got all the athletes. Yeah, that's what it was. Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Oh yeah, he has gotten all the athletes. That's funny. So yeah, Chloe Kim was the jellyfish, and then Taylor Dean. Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, Quinn, I know I showed it to you. Oh, we ever show Quinn the butt fumble? We talked about it. The what? Have you seen the butt fumble? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. And Taylor Dane was popcorn. Okay, we are caught up. Who I, I. One of the many things, uh, references that I understand solely based because they were referenced in a Childish Gambino song. <laughs> the other one you was... You should listen to the song, Tell It To My Heart. It's really good. It's a bomb. Right. Just like when um, I was assigned a book in 
college and it was called things fall apart and then i was like oh yes Childish Gambino. Donald, <laughs> Donald has told me about this because in the one song he says, um, "Didn't you read the fucking book? Things fall apart." And then that's like, the I one. Did, yes, I did. Donald. I was like, "I have Donald. Thank you." No, I didn't. I sparked no. <laughs> Somebody. Oh, no, I really like. I had to read that one in high school, and that was like one of the few ones I actually really liked. It was all online, and I don't do well with online classes. That's fair. Which That's is valid. weird that I was very good at working from home, but online classes, I was like, no. <laughs> what I, I didn't I, read was Hamlet. Well, <laughs> I, like I Hamlet. noted the shit out of Hamlet. I could, it would be easier for me to tell you what I did read in my, <laughs> in my like, literal uh, 16 years. <laughs> what did you study again? What was your major Lord, in college? <laughs> uh... You're a graduate from The Ohio State University with a degree in English. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have a specialization in creative writing. So I wrote, but I I Reading I think that it's more impressive that I could write an essay on a book that I did not read and still oh get an okay grade than I think my it is moment. to read a book and then write an essay. <laughs> oh, here are my two proudest moments in education. One, back to Hamlet. I was the only person in the class who didn't read Hamlet. I was the oh. only person who got 100% on their Hamlet essay. Okay. <laughs> proudest moment. In my Greek mythology class, I did not read the myth. I wrote the essay and my review was, this is one of the best written essays I've ever gotten. However, it has absolutely nothing to do with the assignment. Oh, <laughs> nice! <laughs> it was one of my proudest moments. I got a similar one. I wrote I wrote something on the same lines where I didn't even come close to talking about the the subject that I was supposed to be writing about in my in college. And my teacher was like, "It was still pretty good, C plus." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." The one time it was in my creative writing class where we had to write or we had to read a book and present on it, like literal speech to the class. And so there was four of us that we all had to present on this one book. And we all had like a section of chapters and I only read my section of chapters <laughs> and I didn't read literally any other part of the book. Love and that. so in my presentation, I talked about the other parts of the book, even though I had not read this. <laughs> I pride myself on a similar thing in college. I took a, a class uh, where or it was a criticism class where our job was to watch things and then discuss them and write criticisms and reviews and stuff like that for them. And uh, we had to go see a play, um, and it was one of those things where, like, before the deadline where we were supposed to turn in a review, in class, he would just be like, we're going to spend the whole class discussing the thing. And I was like, well, I didn't fucking see the play yet, because I haven't had time. So what I would do is, my, my strategy is you hang out, and you wait for the first couple of, like, losers who raise their hand and want to comment on things in class. And then you're going to listen closely to what they have to say about it. And then you're going to stew on it, form an opinion. And then when a teacher goes, anybody else? Come on, somebody else has to have an opinion. You sheepishly <laughs> raise your hand and you go, well, in my opinion. And then you and then you launch into a thing completely made up of bullshit that you've learned from the other people. Yeah, and then the teacher do. goes, oh, that's a really good point. I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And being in class when you haven't read. It's all about listening and improv. 
Yeah. In context, you yes, want to be just vague enough. You want to be just vague <laughs> enough. I actually, one time in that criticism class, the, the other people talked about something and I picked up on something in their, their conversation that I was like, I think that's a major theme of the story. And I said that and the teacher was like, that is absolutely right. He's like, I didn't think of that, but you're right. Those two things, those connect. That's the theme of the whole thing. You figured it out. I was like, that's right. And well, I, that's all I could think about when I was watching it. In case there's any kids out there in school, school, there is a benefit to paying attention to class because uh, the one time in my horror movies class, I did not finish watching the others because <laughs> I hated it so much and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> and then, uh, and then when I um, got to class, you know, we did our little Quizlet five questions about the movie, and I was like, I know I'm not going to get half these right because I just stopped watching the movie. And then just based off discussions, I uh, figured out what the huge twist at the end of the movie was. <laughs> I didn't know what it was because I, well, no, they like said it explicitly, kind of. Mm. Kind of. But I was like, I did not know that there was a twist at the end of this movie because <laughs> I just stopped watching it. Um. Anyways, uh, Wait, I have something to say that I've learned in research. <laughs> so I was I, I went on uh, Jackie Amongo's Wikipedia page to find out more about the, the controversy of her singing at Donald Trump's inauguration. <laughs> and um, it says so she did that and then she got she got considerable uh, comments uh, and and from both sides of the political spectrum about it. And then she released uh, three songs that she used to raise money for charity for LGBT because her sister is trans. Um, yeah, I was gonna say that was the weirdest part. Yeah, and then she so she fought for that, and there was a TV special about about her sister and stuff like that. And then uh, in 2019, asked if she learned any lessons from the inauguration experience. Amanda said, "Yes, if you have a bad gut feeling and your team still pushes you to do something, don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> So she knew. She knew. She knew. She knows it was wrong. <laughs> Makes me feel a little bit better about me uh, rooting against whoever that fucking baseball player was I talked about earlier. <laughs> All right. So well, I'm um, so I can try the ginger snaps. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna be the best episode of stuff we've ever had, and it's barely about the messier. <laughs> I like the jingle jangle. Now on Netflix. Is it good? Have you watched it? I have not. But it I've seems heard good fun. It just reminds me of the drug in Riverdale and I can't do it. Oh my god. I want you off of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, wasn't it called Jingle Dangle? I don't know. <laughs> this is the second time you smell it? Second That's what I did. Row, you've referenced Riverdale to me. Yeah, it is deeply time, upsetting. Every time, every time we're talking about Riverdale, I think of that one clip of of, of uh, f- fucking Archie being like, "So you don't understand the 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 rigors, <laughs> the rigors of high school football." Whatever the fuck he said. It's the highs and lows. The highs and lows of high school football. Because That's last night I watched Freaky, great movie by the way. Yeah. And I was texting Lauren. I was like, yeah, I made myself popcorn. I'm having this a whole... Is a freaky, this is a freaky yeah. podcast now. Fuck the mess here. I melted cheese on it. And Lauren goes, I usually melt chocolate on my popcorn. And I'm like, well, psychopath. <laughs> I don't... I didn't I, don't, I didn't say I melted. I just say I eat chocolate with my popcorn. But anyways. 
Do you eat cold popcorn then? Does the chocolate not melt? No, I don't put it on. So, like, my favorite that they sell at movie theaters is Bunch of Crunch. So, like, just eat some Bunch of Crunch and then have some popcorn. Well, that's what everybody fucking does who gets canteen popcorn. It's like, that this is, is like, fucking what... game changer. I, I wasn't <laughs> trying to say that I was revolutionary. I thought I you was were, just... like, pouring herky no. syrup on when your I looked, Hey, now, when I saw Freaky, I, you know what, the movie ended, and I just had this crazy idea. I said, <laughs> what if I put my lifesavers in the same thing as my popcorn? Fucking game changer. No. <laughs> and then Lauren spilled the bomb over my car. <laughs> And the second we got inside, I said, can you hold this? And she goes, yeah. And then I hear, like, a grumble. And I look over, and she's holding it up right. And I was like, what happened? And she goes, nothing. I went, oh, for a second, I thought you, like, dropped the popcorn dump all over my car. And then she goes, oh, I did. <laughs> and I was like, we've only been in the car for, like, three seconds. And then I had to just open the door and just like scoop out popcorn and lifesavers onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then she um, said, and then she goes, she goes, drive away, drive away quick. I don't want our car to be seen by the garbage. <laughs> well, it was food garbage. It wasn't really garbage. <laughs> it was food garbage. But Quinn brought that up because then I sent the gif of uh, <laughs> Cole Sprouse in Riverdale saying, <laughs> don't you know I'm weird? I'm a weirdo. <laughs> 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 Which is something me and my friends quote all the time. We're like, I'm, oh, fucking, no, it's, I'm a weirdo. It's, favorite. it's my favorite thing, but to reference Riverdale to me two nights in a row is an act of violence. <laughs> <laughs> I, Riverdale to me is a show that I do not want to watch, uh, but I do enjoy hearing about or seeing just bits and pieces of. Yeah, I used Honestly, to show you clips I, that were funny. I tried to watch it and I got bored. Is that like a normal experience for Riverdale? It wasn't like psychopathic enough for me. I you gotta be high on Jingle Jangle to really get the full experience. <laughs> I thought the first season was fun. I mean, it's not. I was gonna say good, but it's not good. <laughs> um, the second season was like, okay, this is starting to get not great. This is weird. And then the third season, they were like. We're fucking nuts. <laughs> get great. And then this like last season, or is this how many seasons have aired? I don't even know. Why would we know? <laughs> um So Quinn, who do you think this is? <laughs> so there's four seasons, but anyways. They've gotten progressively worse, but somehow like more entertaining because they're like just next level ridiculous. But anyways, the ginger snaps Bud Light sponsor. Is it good? Oh, you're trying it now? Did you try it? No, let's do it together. Here we go. It tastes better than it smells. Yeah, and I thought it was going to taste bad, and then it it didn't really taste like anything. Probably, I wish I had cranberry left, because I feel like this would have gotten good in the cranberry. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I thought cranberry was good, though. It's growing on me. All right. Let's talk about... Have we talked about everyone who's been revealed? Yes. Do we have any interesting thoughts? I think... um, Yeah. I also think the level of singers is lower this year. Because I really think everyone below the serpent... Skip Paul Inca. No offense, Paul Inca. I'm sure you were a good singer when you were younger. Right. Has been bad. Like... 
I think only um, Serpent, Popcorn, Jellyfish, Seahorse, and then the final three are all the only good singers this season. Yeah, hold on. I'm looking. I'm looking yeah, I agree. Actually, I take that back. Buster Rhymes was good. He was yeah. unjustly eliminated. But yeah, and my con- my my conspiracy theory. He was unjustly eliminated first because if Brian Austin Green were the first to go, that's not good press. Nobody would have watched the show. <laughs> you need to get rid of somebody good on that first episode. The first yeah, yeah, episode or some, of not uh, someone good, just someone known. The first episode of uh, of the first season, it was Antonio Brown. That was a surprising one. Yeah, it was very surprising. Um, God, most of these people would have been not exciting if it was them that was revealed. Um, that's how I felt about like when Baby Alien, like the Snow Owls, were like. I felt like they should have like gone further because they were like gimmick costumes and that was fun. But then like, who they were revealed to be was like, okay, we didn't we didn't need to hold on to that one. <laughs> All right, let's talk about these final three. Starting with Sun, I, who I'll say now, I think Sun is going to win. I think I Sun's so. too. That's Lauren's. <laughs> By the way, for we each have one person in the final three, so we did it. That's exciting. That did that ever exciting. happen in Survivor? That no, for sure not. So. <laughs> Tyler, no offense, I am rooting against you simply because if Crocodile wins, I'll be so upset. I was upset that Crocodile made it past Serpent. I was hoping yeah. Crocodile would go home in that situation. I'm hoping. Mushroom I don't know how wins Crocodile. I, I this is. I well, I, we kind of know who Crocodile is. I think we have some idea who the Sun is. We don't know who the Mushroom is, but a lot of the guesses is that they might be black. And I could see that. And if we're going to keep the trend of a black person winning Massacre every year, yeah, it's they have to be Mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be perfectly happy with Mushroom or Sun winning. I do think they were the best two singers overall. So if you go by that, that's fair. But I, who was Crocodile up against uh, Seahorse? Crocodile was up against... I thought they should have lost. This is Popcorn in this most recent um, episode. Yeah, I agree. I think Tori Kelly is better than whoever. Nick Lachey. Nick Carter. Oh, yeah, fuck Carter. Nick Lachey. I don't know the difference between these two people. You have to understand. They That's are both fair. named Nick. That is enough for them to be the same person. No, you don't understand, Quinn. If it was Nick Lachey, we would have, would to, tell have to, to stay out of it. You have to stay you out of it. You have to tell him to stay out of it. Stay out of this, Nick Lachey. Which show was it from? That's from the suit. Well, no, it was I from I want to say like One Tree Hill or something like that. But there was there was a clip that they would show in the soup all the time where Nick Lachey played himself on some like like hour long drama <laughs> show, and this girl like Nick Lachey is like there at the bar and he says something and this girl goes, "Stay out of it, Nick Lachey." <laughs> That's so funny. And they just would play that clip whenever Nick Lachey would do anything. They would play the "Stay out of it, Nick Lachey." <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm rooting against Nick. He is deeply average. Yes. He should not have won. He shouldn't have beat the Serpent. He should not have beat Seahorse. Or was he against... Who was he against? I don't think it was Seahorse. Okay, yeah, he did perform against Seahorse. Which, I will say, her choice of a Bruno Mars song was not a good choice. No, I think was, song yeah. choice could have helped her win this battle. Yeah, she just like it was a bad song for her. I don't yeah. know why she chose that. But wait, what? Who were we talking about? 
uh, Tori Kelly for singing That's What I Like. It yeah. did not help her at all. No. So let are we talking about these three individually? Yeah, we're talking about Crocodile right now. Okay, so Crocodile, to me, the clue uh, that they revealed in this one, obviously we've kind of known based on that one story from his autobiography that this might be Nick Carter. But when his person he was connected to was Craig and he said we performed together, I turned to Lauren and I was like, it's Nick Carter because Craig Robinson was in This Is The End with the Backstreet Boys. And then they said that. And I was like, yeah, it's definitely Nick Carter. Cause that, cause, and then, cause then they were like, well, and two of them have kids. And then Jenny was like, actually Nick Carter has kids too. And it was like, ah, there it is. Yeah. To me, if you weren't in, in sync, you are blending together with the other boy bands for me. Oh, now, I here's know, the thing. Now, don't know the other here's ones. my opinion. Here's my opinion. I think NSYNC has the more recognizable people. Backstreet Boys has more good songs. They have a better discography. They have way more hits. NSYNC only has like a couple of good songs. I disagree because pop, parentheses dirty, parentheses pop, asterisk is in fact the best song ever made by a boy band. Okay, but like I, I, I would say, would you say gotten... that there are like five great NSYNC songs that you know off the top of your head right now? I have recently There's... gotten very into the song Makes Me Ill by NSYNC. <laughs> I've never heard of that song. I don't know that one. I'm gonna have to listen to it. Um, and, and I was I... actively listening to NSYNC albums as they came out. I don't remember the song. No, I was too. I'm pretty sure I had an NSYNC lunchbox. Or was it Backstreet Boys? I don't know. Do you remember the time we played Backstreet Boys? I had a Rescue Heroes lunchbox. Yeah, we... <laughs> this is a couple years ago, but we used to play a game called Backstreet Boys or Sync, where Tyler would play a song and I would have to say which one it was. And it, the fun part about the game was that, first of all, Lauren, even though it was 50-50, Lauren was got, always got it wrong. And then the other fun part was every once in a while, I'd play a 98 degrees song. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I think I could do it because Justin Timberlake's voice at this point is so recognizable to me. Yeah, yeah. And this was also like 10 years ago, so Lauren didn't That's know. That's fair as well. <laughs> yeah. But fun. yeah, I'm, I am way prefer NSYNC. I think Lauren would be better at it now. And so, Maybe. actually, no. My favorite boy band is... Okay, this sucks because I can't remember the, the name of them. All right, <laughs> so well, it really ruins my point. I, I do have boy band dogs. aficionado in my name, and I became friends with <laughs> with. Uh, uh, which one is? Which is the one with Rob Thomas? I don't remember their name. With Rob Thomas, is there a door? <laughs> I want to say I think that might be three doors down. No. It, yes. Yes. No, Matchbox 20. Uh, oh, yes. Matchbox 20, the best. But of course, we all know him from Santana. <laughs> the Santana Claus. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about how funny that cover is. <laughs> Here's a question for you guys. I was thinking about it earlier today as I was watching Mass Singer. Um, what would be the first song you choose? I'm you Mass don't want to be first eliminated. So you, you can be second eliminated. That's fine. But you don't want to be first. So what's the song? that you can do well enough to like make you or perform fun enough to make you last at least one week. I think that's the time where you do, you still never do. That's what I like. I think <laughs> I don't think that should ever be an option, but a Unless song like Mars, that you can. That yeah. I think that's just a general rule. <laughs> like 
um i think you could do it first week that kind of song but yeah getting into the finale you gotta do a fucking ballad you just have to or like a song that's like gonna really like show off your voice and not just like a pop song where um i think i'm doing shoop by salt and peppa okay that's a choice <laughs> here's the thing because uh, listen i i've mourned it for years but i finally come to the terms with the fact i'm not a good singer i wish i was i would do crimes that would if it would allow me the ability to sing but i can't but i can pull out shoop at any karaoke night and everyone's having a fun time so that's what i would do i would go the fun route i do shoop everyone's bumping everyone's having a blast i'm making it pass because mickey mickey rourke is ripping off his mask as we speak are you thinking are you doing thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking maybe i'm trying to think of a song that's like you want to do something that's like it's easy to sing uh but not like unimpressively easy to sing Mm-hmm. It just needs to be just something that's like nice and simple, like a good. You want to get a, like a good karaoke track, and I'm trying to think of what that would be. Um, I think the Snow Owls did say something. I think that's a good first one, but it's also got a melody. But it's an easy song to sing. You know what I mean? And you can put some emotion behind Brothers. it. Brothers. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I'm not singing. Say something. I'll tell you that. I did find a video on my phone today of me doing Bop to the Top at karaoke with a friend. So I might go that route. If, if we went musical route, I think I could do one of those. I could do a, a musical song. I have noticed when I'm singing along my car, my voice does sound better if I'm doing a musical song as opposed to a pop song. I don't know why. Neither are good. Again, let's get that out of the way. Yeah, no, I, sound bad. Musical sounds a little bit better for some reason. Well, I think a part of it is because I, I agree. Uh, I think that musicals, something I've been thinking about when I sing musicals and how usually like, they'll be like high notes or hard notes or something like that, but they're usually not that difficult to sing, I think, because you have to sing them like eight times a week for like a long time and I think that they're kind of designed to not be too hard on your voice I, it is kind of embarrassing for me though even if I'm alone in my car and I'm singing a musical and I like run out of breath before the note's over I do feel slightly oh, I'll start over and I'll, do, I'll try again I'll try again until I get it right because it's just about timing you just need to know when to take the breath if I if I like start singing in a part at the wrong time I am embarrassed even though I'm I, <laughs> I try so hard I can never do the last note in skid row I keep trying to, but I always run out of breath. <laughs> yeah, it's a long one. You got to get it right. The one I try and do in my car, well, I do burn a lot in my car. Mm-hmm. Pandemonium from Spelling Bee. I always have to, I always. Stop. Hard. My, my deepest, one of one year in like 2016, my number two song on my Spotify rap was My Unfortunate Erection from Spelling Bee <laughs> because I would sing it in my car all the time. Oh, I, I, I want to be Chip Tolentino so bad. So I, do you, uh, I don't know if you know. Do you know that I, I played Chip? Oh, <gasps> did you really? Oh my I god, did. I so did. jealous. No, I here, love spelling. Here's you. a here's a fun story. It's, it's a, such a great. Oh, story. I love you song. I built that one out all the time. Love, I love you song. I also built out my unfortunate erection as well. <laughs> 
No, I do every song in Spelling Bee because Spelling Bee is one of my favorite musicals. So, so here's basically what, what happened is I, so I got cast because I love Spelling Bee. We did it in my high school, my senior year. Uh, I auditioned with a flawless, like our callback auditions. We just sang songs from the show and I nailed My Unfortunate Direction because I sang it all the time and I knew all of the parts to it and I felt really comfortable with it. But then because we were in high school, we had to perform a censored version of it called My Unfortunate Distraction. Oh my God. Changed lyrics that was way harder to sing. Because I, I, they, I mean, I'm just speaking from someone who had to attend every performance, <laughs> but there was like more consonants in the in the changed so words so harder. it was like harder because you don't actually sing consonants yeah it was re- it was really difficult and i struggled with it all the way up until like the opening week of the show and then i got through our shows and it was a struggle and then when we did our like even distraction is harder to sing than erection yeah and you have to hold that that note out for like a crazy long time mm-hmm. which is why i never was able to get it right uh so then we did we did the performance um they made it that they were chosen yeah we went to the state. the state conference and we were like oh. the big headline they show. were like and it was like that was a year because it was 2010 it was like a year where like everyone was doing spelling bee well it was it was that was what they they basically the way that state conference oh, worked maybe is i like, was just you're you're right because <laughs> but the reason why was because they basically said the headlining show at the festival is going to be spelling bee so we did it and performed it and they came and judged us and so did like 10 other schools in Ohio. Because they wanted to be the headlining show. Right. Got because it. someone was going to get that spot and it just happened to be weird ones that were selected. So the audience was filled with people who are like, a lot of them did Spelling Bee. And yeah, because they're like, yeah, they're like, well, how good is this production that... Oh, that no. had, you know? Yeah. So I, so first of all, I, I have video of it. It was really awesome. Yeah, and, it's online. And so our, cool. our, uh, the audience was fucking incredible. It was 700 theater kids who were fucking amped to be there. <laughs> and we were, we were walking around all day wearing our spelling bee t-shirts. Our, our, our tickets sold out in like 30 seconds. And we were walking around for our spelling bee shirts and we were like rock stars. And everyone's like, Holy shit. It's spelling bee. I want to clarify. I said, Oh no, because of the thought of performing the lame censored version in front of the theater okay so i'm walking around and and i think at some point i think on our like bus ride up to ashland my my director was like hey just so you know i think we might be able to sing you might be able to do the regular version i have to check with some people but i think you don't have to do the censored version tonight i went whoa that's awesome and then as i was walking around we were all walking around in our in our shirts everyone was like who's chip who's chip who's played chip in your version I, i'd be like it was me and they'd be like are you like, what version are you singing? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what yet. I have no idea. And so that was like the storyline all day. And then like about 20 minutes or so before we had the show, um, they were like, you get to do the actual version. You don't have to. Oh, good. <laughs> and so we go in, we're doing the show, 700 kids who are fucking screaming at the top of their lungs for everything that we do. And I go in there and I'm doing, uh, I'm doing the song. The kid, uh, the kid who played the comfort counselor, fucking standing ovation. People are screaming because he just finished prayer, the comfort counselor. And it's, mm-hmm. it is a riot. And in he there. is good. He's amazing. And so then I was like, fuck, now I have to go follow this. And I come into the back of my, of my fucking candy and I start doing my lines and there's a spotlight on me and I 
literally can't hear myself speak because they are so loud. Oh, <laughs> so, so they're all screaming so much, and and I'm like, and I'm yelling my lines, and everyone's freaking out because I got candy, and then I just I yell at the top of my lungs the cue line because the band has to hear me. Which, by the way, the piano player is uh, Tony Award winner <laughs> Mike Murray. Yeah, he has a Tony now. Has a Tony now. Didn't then. Uh, but I go, so I like. I yell at the top of my lungs, uh, who wants free candy? So he starts playing the vamp, and I make my way up to the thing. And I remember the people were going so insane that I kept, like, getting ready to sing. And I look into the pit, the mic, and I, like, cue him to, like, start the song. And he looks up at me, and he just goes, nope. And just keeps playing, just keeps vamping. And so I was, like, I was, like, getting what, nervous. Who is he? Wendy Williams? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it was very Wendy, big Wendy Williams energy. Um, he went... Oh, 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 oop. <laughs> uh, so, so anyways, um, but eventually he did it and I sang the song. And they, and... Were, they were amped. As soon as he said erection, there was just crowd erection. Yeah, because I was just like, my unfortunate erection and the place just went fucking nuts. <laughs> and everyone oh, that's so exciting. And then I, you know, I nailed the song and at the end of it, I got a standing ovation as well and it was amazing. And then afterwards, those kids who like got eliminated came or came up to us afterwards, and they were like, "Man, we we were so mad. We didn't want to be here." And we were like, "Like we were like, let's go watch this production. Like see what we missed out on." And honestly, you guys were so much better than us. You guys were incredible. Aww. And they were like, they're like, they were like, I can't believe you like hit that note. And I was not a confident singer as a kid. Like I'm way more confident singing now than I was not back then. So that the kids were like, I can't believe you hit that note. They were like, you fucking nailed it. And you had it the whole time. And it was amazing. And they were like, really nice. And it was like one of the best experiences of my life. It was like super awesome. Your guys' version of Pandemonium has a lot of views on here too. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, I'm going to want a link or two. <laughs> I'm gonna you gotta watch our "I Love You" song. Holy shit! Uh, no, I'm in a happy mood, and I don't want to. I know, but they were amazing. <laughs> They're so good. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I do. I want to say one thing about the judges. Every once in a while, like when Ken at least guesses a singer, I'll be like, "That was a really good guess," but he's like guessing fucking Sia for somebody, and it's like, no, that was a horrible guess. Sia's voice is so distinct. Right. Or like when Jenny was guessing Billie Eilish, I'm like, that's not what fucking Billie Eilish sounds like at yeah. all. Yeah. So or Hall, her repeated Halsey's also always Halsey. She mm-hmm. sounds like she, she sounds like she has like water in her cheeks. You know Holly's Halsey's voice. <laughs> um, we're done talking about the crocodile, right? Um, so. yeah, I think that's all I have to say is that it's I'm Nick. Sure it's what's his face? And I will riot if he wins. It's definitely Nick Carter. So, should we go to the sun? Or the mushroom. I think I, we, I I have less to say about the mushroom because I just don't know who it is at all. Lauren is convinced think, that you know who it is. You think it's um? I think Tadric it's Todrick Hall. Hall. I Here's do. Here's why I don't think it's Todrick Hall anymore. Todrick Hall is not this good of a singer. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Oh, well, he was on American Idol, good. but uh. Because the connection, he just had, like vague was like, I have a connection with Robin, and apparently he, because uh, I obviously just had to Google things because I don't know anything about Todd Hall or yeah. vaguely Robin Thicke. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Todd Hall did like a parody slash thingy of Blurred Lines that like was very 
mini viral. So I know. So I I used to be a fan of not a full fan. Like I liked one of his parodies where he did um, Beauty and the Beast opening song, but it was like about being gay instead of being French. (laughs) (laughs) I I like that for a while, but uh, now I just can't stand him. But I genuinely think I've like listened to some of his music, and he's not this good. He really isn't. He doesn't. I don't think he can get as high as Mushroom got for this woman's work when he sang that. Which is why I, I think I'm all deep down rooting for Mushroom because I think when he did this woman's work, the first song he sang, I think that's like my favorite performance on the Mass Singer ever. Oh wow! I really like it. Um, so if, if that's Todd Recall, I'm gonna have to like reconcile with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was very happy when Nicole thought it was jordan fisher although it's not jordan fisher yeah the thing i, I also to, don't think it's jordan fisher but i was happy that she knew who he was <laughs> the thing i wanted to say about the mass singer judges guesses for mushroom is that the way the season has been going it's a bunch of guesses for people that i think i would much i'd be way more excited about and they're not even that famous they would just be more exciting than whoever it's gonna end up. Oh. Be so good on this show. if it was donald Faison. I'd love it. Yeah, what well, they had like Donald Glover, Donald Faison, Jordan Fisher. Like, they, they I would love whole, all of those. Yeah. Everybody they named tonight, Key would be cool. It's not, not him, but who? Yeah. Oh, Key, Michael Key. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not. All that the people that they guessed are like, oh, that would be cool if they were on here, but I don't think it's him. But I'm going to be I, disappointed, probably. I don't even have a guess anymore as to who it is. I can't put any of it together. Oh my god, I can't believe, guys, I just saw a video that says the T-Rex is recovering from COVID. Jojo Sawa had it? Yeah, she did. Oh no. Crazy. Crazy I I used to be a hater, and I still am a little bit, (laughs) but like, deep down, she's like just Hannah Montana to these people, you know? Yeah. She's their Miley Cyrus. Yeah, you can't be too, like, harsh on her. Yeah, she could tone it down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah talk slower that's all i need yeah just like chill for like a little bit and we're good did you see the the miley cyrus pictures from last night yes her boobs yeah. mm-hmm. do you guys I like saw, her new album have you listened to it i saw I her not. censored version where you could still see her nipples she, <laughs> yeah she just posted i i was like i, I saw miley cyrus was trending when i got off work last night and i was like oh they're talking about the pictures on her on their uh new like rolling stones uh spread or whatever and i went oh let me look and i like went to her page and clicked on pictures and just scrolled down and i went whoa holy shit <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have listened to it, but it was when I was, like, cleaning and, like, going through stuff from, like, high school and stuff, so I wasn't, like, fully paying attention That's to fair. it. But I, I like, it. like it. Midnight Sky, I fucking love. I've definitely grown, uh, I've become a bigger fan of stuff that I didn't like of hers during that, like, post, I guess the the bangers time period, but, like, that post, like... I, I was, was like, always a fan. I went to the banger. I know, I know, but I was like, I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm not a fan of whatever she's doing. But now I've gone back and heard the music, and I'm like, actually, it's actually pretty. F good. U is a fantastic Lauren. song. <laughs> I still think so good. Can't believe her Lauren best song to me is um, "Nothing Breaks Like a Heart," 
with Mark mm-hmm. Ronson. Yeah. I fucking love that song. That one's. I just. I remember her SNL performance. That was cool. Yeah, I've literally like just always been a fan of. <laughs> Everyone left. I didn't. I stayed I've, true. I wanted to like her, and she's finally making it possible. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's got, I, I like this current version. Midnight, of her. Midnight Sky, <laughs> fucking banger. Slide away, what the fuck heartbreaking do- banger. <laughs> what? What the fuck do I know from the Plastic Hearts? Really good. Yeah. Um, I also like Maybe You're Right a lot, which is a sadder breakup song from the first breakup with Liam. <laughs> one of one of the firsts. Um, no, big big fan. And I did go to the banger store and I did see basically her full ass because of what she was wearing. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, I loved it. It was... She entered by coming down a large slide of her own tongue, and it was yeah. iconic. See, I but I kiss, like this kiss. version. This version of Miley that's like she's confident and cool and rock star, but mm-hmm. not like annoying. Like Bangers was kind of like aggressively annoying and yeah. like, oh, I'm I'm trying to be raunchy now. Whereas now it just seems like this it's more authentic now. Yeah, it's natural yeah. and authentic now, where it didn't feel like it was it before. Was, more like yeah earlier it kind of just felt like more performative where mm-hmm. now it's just like hey i'm singing these are the songs that i want to do right now and she's, i want her to keep she just so many different genres like throughout her career it's great love it i want her to keep her toe in country because i think that's why i love nothing breaks like hard so much is it's got like just a little bit of twang yeah all of what's what album is that it's it's not an album it's it no was no, no i know but like her last album um or country mother's daughter that were she is coming yes that was what it was called even though it has her single worst song ever what? attitude have you heard that no and i think we're also talking about the wrong album okay but of course this all brings us back to the real question we're all here to answer <laughs> robin thick have you been baby <laughs> Here's the funny thing. I was thinking about it. If Robin Thicke was on The Masked Singer, like, as a mask, I wouldn't be able to guess Robin Thicke. I don't really know Robin Thicke's voice. I was thinking, I was talking about Younger Now. That song slaps. That album is what I was talking about. Yeah. Okay. I've been listening to that song a lot recently for some reason. I think it played at work, and I was like, this song fucking rules. The sun. <laughs> the sun. Do you, so you guys still have confidence in my original guess. For Mushroom? I'm like not, no, I want it to be Annalise I want it to be her. I don't think it is just... I think it still sounds like her. But based off the clues, I don't... I think we're losing grip on that. Yeah, that's fair. Do, who do you think it is? Because I have full confidence in it. But do you guys have a different guess? This is the one who... Obviously, by process of elimination, you could have guessed. I thought she did kind of sound like JoJo in this most recent performance. I, I do think it's Leanne Rhymes. But if it was JoJo, I wouldn't be fully shocked. Yeah. I, it, I'm rooting for JoJo. <gasps> the oh, yeah. RV! JoJo is way more compelling. Was that in this one? No, remember remember the uh, the significant other? Yeah, was that her? Yeah. Remember there, there was an RV in that? Yeah. She was in the movie RV! <laughs> I gotta go back and look for all the... Um... Yeah, we gotta do the clues. Like, we're gonna do Jesse McCartney when we, like... Oh, the, um... The Archizer Sose moment where we realized it was definitely Jesse McCartney. <laughs> I have marine clues I need to go look for. I haven't heard a whistle note yet. 
because then I'll know it's JoJo. JoJo ruled. I was a big fan of JoJo. Oh yeah, she's fucking great. Oh, she's great. And it would be again, it would be a great story of like someone you think was kind of like left in the two thousands. Right. Like killing. Lauren saw something upsetting. No, I'm looking through my notes and my I did not realize this before now, but my um phone corrected it to Annalise Vander Oil. <laughs> <laughs> um the other thing I wanted to say about the sun is that she's getting a big uh I feel like Sun is getting big winner at it. Uh, yeah, I mean, she made Nicole cry this episode. She made, she made made, like, cry. That reaction was like, from everyone was like... The, the reaction from Craig Robinson was so funny. The way he just like solemnly put his hand in his head. It's just like... <laughs> and the way he was like... The way that... The, first of all, I laughed because I couldn't tell it. Like, he played it so genuine and sincere. But he, when he was like, I'd always felt the heat of the sun. But I... Now I've heard its voice. I was like, that's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> but he committed so hard to it that I was like, I genuinely don't know if that was a joke or not because it was ridiculous. It's because he knew he was supposed to feel emotions on cue there. And so he had like had to type it into his brain. He already came up with that joke though. <laughs> he was like, well, I got to make this work. No, I'm just, I'm saying, I, I think he's a robot. I don't think he feels emotions. Okay, I think literally. he has to tell himself too. I know, I know, I'm jump, jumping back a little bit, but Entertainment Weekly for the Mushroom, their judges' guesses that they list: Donald Glover, Usher, Frank Ocean, Adam Lambert, Jaden Smith, Kay Diggs, The Weeknd, Jordan Fisher, Leslie Odom Jr., Keegan Michael Key. I don't think it's all any of those, those would be cool to see. I don't think it's any any of them, but I would love to see all of them. But it's not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I I'm just fascinated. Just to, he's the only one who I don't don't even have a guess for. Like, yeah, I didn't know who Serpent was. I have guesses for Serpent though. I just straight up don't know who this man is. And because you have to think about it, it's got to be someone who's like cool and like chill. Like, it wouldn't be Keegan Michael Key because Keegan Michael Key. No offense to him, he's like a fine guy. He's not going to come out like in a dress. No, in a mess. No, no, no. You know. So it would, that, like, also you wouldn't felt. act like that. It's yeah. like a, a very like royal kind of acting, and I don't think he would do that. It's so hard to find JoJo's Wikipedia page because JoJo Siwa just like overwhelms. <laughs> she had Disney connections, didn't she? Not like super strong, but somewhat Disney connections. Oh yeah, okay. She was the one with the RV. She grew up in a broken home. Look for that personal life. And we won't we wouldn't know if she met Nicole in a bathroom. <laughs> Wait, there's no way for us to Google that. Alright, okay. She says she grew up in a broken home. It says here JJ was born in Battle Battleboro, Vermont, was raised in New Hampshire and Massachusetts. She was Irish, Polish, and French. She grew up in one bedroom apartment in Foxborough in a low income family. Her father, Jewel, sang as a hobby, and her mother, Diana, sang in a Catholic church choir and was trained in musical theater. Jojo's parents divorced when she was four years old, and she was raised uh, by as an only child by her mother. She had a broken home clue. I literally just said that. That's why I read that. Oh. <laughs> you know who Mushroom might be? 
I'm, I found the Reddit. I found the Reddit. Oh, okay. And this is something someone said on the Reddit. Now we're cheating. We've given up on actually guessing. We're just going to read what everyone else well, says. Because after this, like, there won't be guessing because the next episode is going to reveal who it is. That's so true, we, can, we can outsource. But it could be Billy Porter. Billy Porter was on okay. the last season. Oh. Wasn't he? Maybe he was. No, wasn't. he wasn't. I thought he was. I think they guessed Billy Porter a lot. But they also say, else. ooh, it could be, they say Aloe Black. Oh. That would be weird. You know, cool. that could make sense. It would make me, me like Aloe Black even more. He he finally fits. He's definitely got a good enough voice to pull this off. Oh, D'Angelo, that could make sense. Someone said Jonathan Bennett. <laughs> no. <laughs> Way do you think all the blue because there's like a lot of clues to blue like the color blue do you think that's a nod to aquamarine yes <laughs> which is a color blue a color a shade of blue and yeah there's a lot of like coming out from the shadows and stuff like that kind of clues and i i mean she kind of disappeared for a while yeah sign for alaska i feel like if we can find a, an alaska thing maybe that would help Oh, you want to know something that made me laugh from hmm. one of these episodes? I couldn't tell you which one because I watched, again, I watched them all in a three hour, three and a half hour block that rotted my brain away to nothing. <laughs> but they were talking about Kylie and Kylie Jenner, sorry. And they were like, they were like, oh, but Kylie's dad. And then everyone like paused because <laughs> they couldn't figure yeah. out how to talk about Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Oh my god, that was funny. <laughs> I remember that. so uncomfortable. <laughs> just like... Anyway, I think it and might then, be... I think there was also a pause because it was just kind of like... They could have taken, they... taken another take on that. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. <laughs> In the Dark is a single from JoJo. Yeah. I don't want to force these, though. But I do think the RV... And the broken home thing match up. Mm-hmm. And like, I well, think she went James... platinum and not just gold. Oh, right. Can or we look that up? I Can think we look James that up? Smith no, I'm telling you. A good guess. Hmm. We're talking about different masks. Yeah. But I think James Smith was like aesthetically a good guess. But there's no way that's what James Smith thinks like. No. I think yeah, like I feel like he would act like that, but yeah, he would. That would be a, a very fitting costume. She won a NAACP Image Award. Sure, JoJo. Yep, and a Soul Train Award. Is is JoJo not white? No, I just read her ancestry. She did a song with PJ Morton, and that's what won. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he was the thing that got her that award. <laughs> The Black Widow thing, I was wondering if maybe there was a connection to uh, uh, Raven, which I wouldn't be surprised if there was, but I can't remember off the top of my head. She was, like, weirdly in, like, Disney and Nickelodeon stuff. Although we do have to taste the peppermint seltzer. We do have to do that. Peppermint smells maybe worse than the ginger one. Oh, wait, hold on. It smells like pepperminty. <laughs> I don't want to smell it. 
Or Lauren's maybe... smelling the cup and then smelling the can. Like it's gonna smell different. Well, because I didn't know if it was in like if, the, if I was still smelling the ginger. It doesn't smell. I think the ginger smells worse. I don't really. Was smell the ginger it. bad? No, it tasted fine. It had a very not great I smell didn't to it. Like it as much as I liked the cranberry. I don't think I would ever drink the. Right, here we go. Ginger one again. I'm very nervous about this one. That's not bad. That's not bad. No. Interesting. I don't think I ever want to drink it again, though. <laughs> it's not bad, though. It's not bad, but it definitely tastes like peppermint. I understand. That's super strong. That's super strong. But like then a there's peppermint a nice, like... seltzer is off-putting to me. Yeah. Just the thought. Well. Well, that's the episode, guys. We've tried everything but the apple crisp. I was going to try to get to it, but we'll. We'll have to tell you about how that is next week. It probably tastes like apples. I'm sure it tastes great. <laughs> I'm sure that one's not like be bad. Apple. Well, they did something to the ginger snap to taste more than ginger. Or at least smell more than ginger. <laughs> but anyways, we should wrap this up. Yep, next week we're... <clears throat> Excuse me, I misspoke. Next episode. <laughs> Perhaps not next week. Um... Maybe it's just like a 30-minute special, you know, something quick. Yeah, we'll just tell you who won. Uh, It'll be us saying, insert name here, and that's it. I would like to say that I'm looking forward, when this is over, to to watching the challenge. Probably not going to podcast about it, but I'm excited to talk about it. Oh, there's way too much of it to podcast about it. Yeah. How is it on, like, all the time? Is it like a big brother? It's on... Pretty consistently. Ooh, like how many days a week? Am I not gonna be able to follow this show? Oh no, it's on like one episode a week. But oh. I'm saying like breaks between seasons is like a month and a half. Has it been that long since the last one? I thought it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Or is this the longest break? Probably because they had to like readjust and stuff. Yeah. Alright. Well we can They went to Iceland for this one. Okay, we Good can thought. keep going. With, with the wrapping of the up. It's over. Uh, you can listen to my other shows, Generation Animation. We just talked about the Animaniacs uh, season that's out right now. And we did a little interview with somebody who worked on it, which was pretty cool. Ooh. Uh, so you can check that out. And that'll be out probably before this episode comes out, I would assume. <laughs> and um, I think my other show is kind of on an unofficial hiatus because uh, we've not been able to record for a little bit. So we're kind of taking a break until probably January. But um, you can subscribe and listen to back episodes of the Silver Screen Breakdown if you'd like. And I'm on Twitter at Tyler Maltrano. I am on Twitter at Leather Velma. I'm on Twitter at Mala Turnup. And if you want to listen to a podcast without Tyler... <laughs> you can uh head over to one star movies where we me and quinn review uh bad movies we just finished up spook vember of course november being the spookiest month of the year and we did we have a fun collaboration with another podcast tipsy terror where on our podcast we talk about the garbage horror movie smiley and on their podcast we talk about the really fun horror movie cry underscore wolf (laughs) yeah and um, Supernatural, apparently. It's super- <laughs> More played the montage for me. <laughs> it's so funny. 
And I, I told I told Tyler, I was like, during that time they were talking about Supernatural, I did walk away, get a new drink, and come back, and they were still talking about Supernatural. Oh, no. I said it. I said, like, hey, I'm getting a new drink. But. I just, I didn't realize it was that length. No, no, it was a very long time. Um, and, but uh, it, tur- it turned into a great, it was great a good moment. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> a very good bit. And uh, we're doing Christmas movies next or holiday movies i guess but why hey shouldn't you do those in like february (laughs) (laughs) well that'd be stupid tyler because (laughs) december is the christmas month what are the fuck are you talking about oh my god november is i hate every time there's something like when i was like lauren would you like to go see freaky with me and she was like well of course it's the spookiest month of the year and i was like shut the fuck up when scream was in theaters and we went to see it because there was like one other person in the theater and I was like, okay, I'll go. <laughs> and we saw Scream and it was like November 1st November or 2nd. 1st, yeah. And I was like, great, this is a good kickoff. A good way to kick off the spookiest, <laughs> the spookiest month. And I was like, you're such a loser. I've been, I, did do it, I did do it the entire month of November. Good bit. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad anyways, you should, you should bring it to real life. <laughs> you should just change the description of the show, the one star from a show that I'm not on to a show that there's several episodes in between episodes that I'm on. <laughs> so, so there's a nice little buffer. It, the it, it's is... the perfect podcast if you hate Tyler and hate Christmas because if you just skip the Christmas episodes, well, and the Ma episode, yeah, and the Ma. If you, if you, if, it's a good, it's a good you show. To skip if you, and if you hate Tyler and annual specials, <laughs> yeah, because we will have to have our annual Vanessa Hudgens movie review recorded at like two a.m. on Christmas Eve after Tyler had not seen the movie. <laughs> And this would be the third year in a row where we did that. I ever wait, Quinn. Okay, but don't go pee yet. Okay, bye everyone. <laughs> <laughs>